Howdy there, my fellow distanced fellas. This is Peyton Zignego here with COVID Operation to bring you your daily dose of cheer. Happy Monday. Welcome back to another week with me here on COVID Operation. I'm very excited to be back once again for week 10. That's right. It's crazy to think, right, that it's been 10 weeks of this, of me and you and all of this. Really whack, huh? Time, on one hand, flies, but on the other hand, it's like a snail. I've talked about this many, many times before, but if you're new and welcome if you are, I like to compare time to different things each week, and sometimes it's things that are rational, like jelly, and sometimes it's things that are a bit irrational, like water snails, but we get through it, and, well, this week I'm not entirely sure what it'll be, but I'm sure it'll come to me, perhaps in a dream or something, or maybe I'll just be sitting here in front of my microphone and it'll just hit me, as it usually does. At least it has in every other week's instance. I'll keep you posted just in case I come up with something grand. But for now, we'll just have time be time, I guess. That's simple enough. Now, here's something interesting that happened to me today. I was sitting on my bed and I face my desk on my bed. So, you know, that's how my setup goes. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking at my desk and then suddenly something flies in from off screen or out of frame, you know, however you want to take that. And I freaked out for a moment because, oh my god, something's flying in my room, but it was actually just a moth. And I happen to like moths. I know that maybe that's an unpopular opinion, but I like them. They're one of the few bugs that I agree with and tolerate as a person. And I got very excited because I was like, oh, hello, little moth. I'm not entirely sure why you're in my room, but hello nonetheless. And she did this very interesting thing where she picked out the only texture of object in my bedroom that matched her coloration and that's where she sat. So she camouflaged herself within her room. I have this little owl whistle that I got at a German market in Chicago. I know, very cool. And that's what she picked because it matched her coloration almost exactly. I thought that was very neat. I mean, out of everything in my bedroom that she could have landed on, most of it brightly colored and exciting, she picked the one thing that she could camouflage herself on which I thought was, on one hand, crazy and very cool, but on the other hand, very inspiring. You know, like, maybe there's a deeper message there where we're all just moths trying to blend in, man. Or maybe that was just what she was drawn to because it was the most, like, the outside and what she's accustomed to. Not entirely sure there, but maybe there's a deeper meaning if we really try and search for... Perhaps time is like a moth, just trying to find a place to settle down and be comfortable in, but it's very difficult and grueling task because you have to fly around this brightly colored nightmare scape of not outdoors, which is what, you know, you're used to as a time moth. That's kind of good. You know, I think we can roll with that. Time is a moth this week. Well, I certainly hope that this moth flies at a nice and even speed so it's not too jarring as it can be and it's also not too slow which it can also be. Here's to hoping that our moth flies at a good, moderate speed this week. Now, speaking of speed this week, I was thinking more about what to continuously talk about, you know, on our Mondays when we just sort of chat about things to keep you going during quarantine and whatnot. And I've been thinking a lot about this Victorian cooking show that I've been watching. I've mentioned it earlier. So if you've been around long enough to hear about that, Yeah, I'm still hopelessly invested in this Victorian cooking show, and I don't know why something about it just keeps me going. And so I've been thinking about this Victorian cooking show, and I thought to myself, you know what? I bet that's something that would be kind of neat 
you know, to continue on in your quarantine studying habits or, you know, whatever, keeping busy. I think it'd be really cool if people all picked up a skill in something totally random and sort of out of this time, per se, like Victorian cooking. Like, maybe you're really good at making Victorian-era steamed puddings. Like, wouldn't that be a fascinating skill to have to just whip out at parties? Or, say, maybe you have all this knowledge about ancient paper making or book binding. Like, things that people don't normally think about or even, like, consider to be hobbies, technically. Like, I wouldn't really think about, like, huh, I wonder if anyone knows the art of constructing chain link armor from like the battling eras of society in the medieval times like that's not a skill i would assume anyone has i know there's probably someone who does know how to make chain mail but it's not me or anyone i know i just think that'd be something really interesting that like if maybe everyone picked up an unusual skill or study habit that the world would be kind of a lot more interesting after quarantine Like, imagine if we all got back together, you know, you're at a big party with your friends, you look over in the corner at the barbecue, and one of your friends is just actually whipping out these amazing medieval farming facts, you know? And you turn around, and another one of your friends is just expertly handcrafting candles, and maybe you've got a third friend over there who's supposed to be manning the door and handing out drinks, but not exactly doing the best of it, but that is just because he is actually talking about historical cartography, which is map-making, if I am correct, and just spouting out fact upon fact of how people used to map out the world before we could actually use, like, technology. I mean, wouldn't that just be a much more interesting party? At least to me it would. I don't go to a lot of parties already, but the kind of parties I do go to would be this sort of thing anyway, where it's really just a game night, but I won't get into that. What I do mean is that I just think that it would be a lot more interesting to have conversations and parties with people who you're sort of rekindling a connection with because you haven't seen them in like half a year. But I think that having something like that to talk about would be quite interesting, and not only for social situations, but also because I just definitely think that the world needs more people who know how to do random things. Like, I much prefer getting into a conversation with someone I just met if they're suddenly whipping out facts about, like, walnuts. Like, hey, I've never thought about walnuts before, aside from picking them up in the grass outside, but now that I know all these things about them and their uses and, I don't know, their properties for squirrel population management. Like, that's so interesting, and I would much rather hear about that than any other typical conversation starter. That might just be me, and I might just prefer having people enter conversations by going, hey, did you know that sharks have fins? Like, wow, no, I didn't think about that. Go ahead, continue talking. Like, a walking around human shark week to me is much more interesting than having to start up a conversation with someone with the same four conversation topic starters that I have on file in the back of my brain. I don't know if that would really make the world that much of a better place, but it certainly would make it a bit more colorful of a place if you could just start talking with anyone and they would pick up some random skill that they have and start relaying it to you. Like maybe someone picked up how to make yarn from wool, you know, when you just have that like fat sack of wool and you just start spinning it into yarn. That's cool. I don't know how people do that. I saw a demonstration at the science museum one time and I've 
been wowed about it ever since, but wouldn't that just be amazing if someone could just sit down and do that or sit down and tell you the entire process step by step? Now, maybe that isn't the most interesting of topics to pick up, but I'm sure there's more out there that could be more interesting. I just think that having a skill that could be useful in a different time, maybe, but something that is just random and maybe unnecessary, but definitely needed would be really cool. Now, I'm not saying that it's necessary to go out and pick up a skill that you don't think anyone has. Like, I definitely don't think anyone has studied the metal making techniques of 1432. No one's an expert in that yet, so I guess I'll have to do. Like, I mean, maybe there were interesting metal works happening in that time. I don't know. I wasn't alive then, but who knows? But I definitely just think that some skill like, hey, you know what? Specializing in English heritage Victorian cooking could be really interesting and a neat skill to pull out sometimes. Or hey, you know what? Even put it on a resume. Like I, for one, have been picking up basic, I don't know if you'd call it engineering, but I've been making new doll joints and limbs out of popsicle sticks and screws. And that was something I never would have considered actually doing at the start of the year. But now I could probably do a small lecture on it, which is kind of insane. I mean, personally, I turn everything into a sort of lecture. I just sort of talk. But I never thought I'd be like decent enough at something random to give a small lecture on it. But hey, you know what? If you need to know how to construct new doll limbs out of popsicle sticks, I've got your back. Which again, is something I never thought I'd ever be able to say. But here I am saying that. But, you know, that's my little tirade for the day is just, I think it'd be neat if we all picked up some partially obscure skill and just had that for now and into the future. You know, I think maybe you could be really good at making quiches. I mean, I'm sure there's people out there who are good at making quiches, but that's something that not everyone knows how to do. And not everyone can roll up to a party and whip out a good quiche in, I don't know, 15 minutes. I don't know how long it takes to make a quiche. (laughs) whatever, in an unreasonable quiche-making amount of time, like a real speedy quiche. I don't know why I picked quiche out of all the foods in the world, but go with me on this one. Like, I don't know. I definitely think that there's a lot of skills out there in the world that people don't think about and that maybe aren't entirely useful in quotes per se, but they're interesting and they make people seem a lot more well-rounded, I guess. Maybe if everyone in the world picked up an obscure skill or an obscure thing to know a lot about, that we could all have a much more interesting time going around. And, you know, with history doing that thing where it does, where it continues to move on and time continues to roll onward, maybe we'd forget about certain aspects of the past or certain aspects of being alive at a time in history that we could pick back up and start again. Say, for example, you picked up the art of ancient shoemaking. Maybe not ancient, but historical shoemaking. You know what? I think it'd be actually incredibly interesting if someone was just like, hey, I know how to make shoes the way they did in 1881, and I could make you probably the nicest pair of shoes ever if I had, like, the leather for it. I don't know about you, but if someone said that to me, I would be interested in them 100%, and I would give them all my attention. Because just knowing that someone has the skill to make shoes like they did in 1881, insane. Maybe, again, this could just be me and my own personal fantasies of having everyone be able to act like an NPC in a video game where they can just give me a new skill or something to learn, but I just think it'd be neat. Now, I also don't exactly know where we would learn all of these skills per se. My brain immediately goes to Wikipedia, but that's just because I regularly make trips to the pasta-making Wikipedia article just 
because I can. And for some reason, pasta making is interesting to me. Again, if someone could just whip out pasta noodles, I'm endlessly impressed. Could be easily impressed, but we'll just ignore that for now and think about the possibility of everyone knowing a new skill when this is all over. Matt, if you can find a spot to learn it and you can whip out a new skill or a new library of facts, I would love to hear about them and I would be so impressed and very happy with how society is going. If we all work on bettering ourselves and expanding our library of knowledge and skills that maybe we can help make it a better place. But hey, you know what? If you pick up a new skill or you want to ask me about what other skills I might be looking into, like Victorian gingerbread making, which I've been thinking about, lots of Victorian recipes. I don't know, again, how I got into this Victorian cooking kick, but that's what I'm doing now. And I guess that's just what it's going to have to be like. But if you have picked up a new skill or you're looking to have one or anything else, any other questions, comments, or concerns, of course, you can email me at Peyton, P-E-Y-T-O-N, at storyarkark.org, and I would be delighted to hear from you. I answer all questions, comments, or concerns on my Friday episodes, so you got a couple days to get them in if you can't get the wording just right, as I so often do. My emails are, they wait a long time before getting released, unfortunately. Oopsies. But that is all the time I've got with you today, so don't worry. It's only Monday, so I'll be back with four more days of stuff this week, so you got a lot more of me to come. Hope you're excited about that. I know I am. It's been great. Thank you so much for being here. This has been COVID Operation. I've been Peyton Zignego. I will see you tomorrow. Make sure you stay safe out there. Peyton and Tapioca, over and out.